Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Recycled Corn Podcast, a podcast about nothing and everything. My boy, Lord Scuba Cabra, is on vacation, and we hope he's having fun with his family and getting that rest. So when he comes back, we can bring you the fire that Recycled Corn is known for. Speaking of being known, my guest this week is a very special person. He's a man I haven't seen in almost a decade. But the bond we share is a special bond, something that can't be broken by time or distance. Of course, I'm talking about my older brother, Chris DeLeon. My brother is a teacher in Wisconsin, and not only is he a teacher, he's one of the most decorated teachers there. With his STEM students making headlines all over the country with their presentations, winning thousands upon thousands of dollars in scholarships and grants, and even being invited to NASA where they attended space camp, and had rare access to some of the areas that are closed to almost everyone but the President of the United States and other VIPs. So yeah, we're both, you know, huge successes in our fields. (laughs) Uh, In this episode, we talk about his work and a bunch of other topics like the paranormal, as well as telling stories about our childhood growing up in Corpus Christi. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, Let me know if you'd like to hear more of these kinds of shows uh, by emailing us at RecycleCornPod at gmail.com. Or if you have any other questions or comments, uh, I would appreciate hearing from you. So um, now here's Chris. Okay, so you were saying? So anyway, I was in Washington, D.C., and I was there for a national award. And um, they put us up at a really nice hotel in, uh, on the outskirts of D.C. It's called the Omni Shoreham Hotel. And super fancy like really really nice uh probably one of the nicest hotels i've ever been in and um presidents have had their inauguration parties there there's all kinds of famous people that stay there well one thing i didn't know until we got there was that it is also on the list of one of the most haunted places in if not dc maybe the entire country oh damn yeah and um so it was really nice room, and so we, my wife and I, Haley, were in bed, and that first night we got there, and about two or three in the morning, I could have sworn I felt something grab my foot. Really? Yeah, could have sworn. Now this this room is nice. Like you walk in, there's a, it had its own hallway just for the the hotel room we we're in. Then you walk into a living room, and then you walk around the side, and then there's the bedroom. There's also a huge walk-in closet. I mean, it's really nice. And so we're sleeping, and I, I, and so she sleeps. I sleep on the left-hand side. She sleeps on the right-hand side. Well, something grabbed my foot on the, on the left-hand side. So the, the, the side opposite of her. Right. And I'm sleeping, and, and I, I wake up, and it's like, what was that? Yeah. You know, because in my mind now, I'm thinking, oh, there's, some, you know, there's something in here. What is it? And so I just give it a little bit, and then, and then she moved. And I don't know if it was the covers because it didn't quite feel the exact same, but some it it grabbed hard enough or it felt hard enough to wake me up. Damn. See, there have been times where I've been asleep in in my room or falling, you know, kind of kind of area between sleep and waking, where I feel the bed go down like somebody sat in the bed Mm -hmm. with me. But Sandra is sensitive to that kind of shit, right? Uh So sometimes she'll come home and she'll be like, "Babe, I feel something here. Don't do nothing." I'm gonna I'm gonna cleanse the house real quick. Sure. So she'll go through and she'll sage the house and everything, and you can feel like a a, a 
a noticeable change in the energy of the house. Uh-huh. Um, but then there's sometimes she'll be like, she'll, she'll wake up and she'll look like shit, be like, what happened? And she goes, I saw something in, you know, the, the corner of the room, whatever. And she goes, I didn't talk to it, but I still knew it was there. So it's kind of hard for me to fall asleep and all this. And so, I don't know, like I said, we can walk into, we can walk into like an antique store. Right. And she'll be like, somebody, this, this was in somebody's room when they died. Oh. And then we'll ask somebody about it and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we got this from a state sale. The guy, you know, wound up passing away on his chair and all oh, this that's shit. creepy. And I'm just like, how the fuck do you know this? <laughs> yeah. But, but she, like, we went to a, a, a Hill House in Mineral Wells, Texas. Okay. It's supposed to be like one of the most haunted places in the country sure and um as soon as we walked in sandra saw something oh. like like she said it pulled back a curtain but it was all black like there was no the color to it or nothing like that did you turn her and run <laughs> so she uh <laughs> she uh, uh she comes up to me she goes baby baby i just saw something and it's in this bathroom or whatever so we went into the bathroom uh-huh. uh, or went to the bathroom whatever opened up the curtain to look inside and she looks around and she's she's she goes somebody died in here, she goes, somebody died in here, and she goes I feel like a sadness or whatever. Uh-huh. And then while they're doing the tour, they you know they're coming to come back to that bathroom. Sure. And they're like, oh yeah, this is the suicide bathroom where oh. so and so you know killed themselves. And you had and no the, idea before. She we had no idea. No before. idea. That's and Sandra crazy. already knew all that. And I'm not saying and she she will she will be the first to tell you I am not psychic. Right. I just feel things. Right. Um, so I guess it would be called like an empath or something like that. Uh-huh. But she's very good. Uh, whatever whatever she's doing or done or what. She says that her, like growing up, her grandma was um, into the kind of like brujaria type stuff, sure, whatever. Sure. So, you know, in one of the early podcast episodes, um, she'll be like, yeah, yeah like there was uh, three... She goes, I was on my grandma's farm and like three peop- three females showed up, but you couldn't see their feet. Oh, that's crazy. And the grandma it's said, like, go inside and don't don't come outside until I tell right. you to and all this. And 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 she goes, yeah. She goes, I've heard people talking to demons. Oh, she that's goes, and it's, she goes, and you don't, she goes, you think you know what a demon would sound like? She uh-huh. goes, it's, I'm like, well, describe. She was like, I can't. You and that can't. was from when she was little. Yeah. Wow. And she goes that, you know, because her grandma was took such good care of her, she put some very strong um, protections on sure. her. So it kind of sucks when we're trying to do a paranormal investigation and nothing happens to us because we're so well protected. Right. Because I'm married to Sandra by right. osmosis or proxy, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Yeah. Shit don't happen to me either. When Meanwhile, these guys are getting grabbed. Obviously, I mean, there's the... Oh shit! <laughs> There's that oh, that clip, <laughs> right, right. Oh, no. And he said he it was full on, a uh, full hand grabbed his ankle. Sure. So he's like kicking and shit, trying to you know get up out of the <laughs> yeah, get out of there quick. Yeah, and um, so like I said, that that kind of stuff doesn't happen to me. Like I'll get I'll get a um, maybe I'll see a shadow moving or something like that, but nothing comes into a certain radius. Yeah, yeah. And like Sandra's, like Sandra said, she had somebody whisper in her ear, uh, before whatever during the investigation, but nothing that that scared her or anything sure. like that. So she's like, I'm protected. I don't know. She 
I haven't got to worry about nothing. So. so I have a question for you. Have you ever been at a house or anywhere where you've gone and see something out of the corner of your eye? Like you see something there, you can see movement, you can see something. I don't know what it is. You know, maybe it's a glimmer of a person. Maybe it's a, a shadow. Maybe it's who knows? It could be anything. And then you turn real quick and there's nothing like absolutely nothing, not mm-hmm. light, nothing, just boom. Whatever it is, it's, it's either gone or I don't know if it, you know, you didn't, you know, see anything, but you could have sworn that, hold on, there's something there. And yeah. Then, nothing. I've, I've, I've had lots of, uh, it's, okay. Remember that you said, well, I don't know if it happened to you or happened to me a lot of mom and pops. Oh, um, you, you know, what's crazy about mom, about mom and pops is that when, when we were, well, to this day, to this day. I still have dreams about their house. Yeah. And like, I can picture the layout of it and I can picture everything. And sometimes the mom's there, sometimes pops there, you know, just, mm. but I, I mean, if you, if you had, if I had paper right in front of me, I could sketch every detail. I remember, you know, the, the way the sink was the way, I don't know if you remember this, but mom always used to have like a bowl full of water in the sink. <laughs> when, yeah. when she would, just wash dishes as she goes. And and remember when we would get, when we'd get there or whatever and be like, like, mom, I'm hungry. There's always some beans and rice. Always something, always something. And and that I remember that that PSA, whatever they go around that, that beans and rice are nice. <laughs> yeah. And I remember thinking like, how do they know what I'm eating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember one time, uh, mom, uh, the, Grease was on TV, you know, the, the musical yeah. Grease, you know, John Travolta. And, uh, and I go, mom, let's watch Grease. I want to watch Grease. She goes, go in the kitchen. You'll see plenty of Grease. <laughs> but, but, you <laughs> know, their stove and all that. But, you know, I used to get the creepiest feeling from going into the back house. Remember yeah. the back house? Didn't go in there often. But it was always remember they always they always kept us out of there. They always yeah. discouraged us from going in there. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time uh, thinking like, well, there's all this cool shit in here. Why can't we look around and see what right. yeah. what we can play with or whatever? But they're just like, no, 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 you can't go in there. Now that I, now that you mentioned, I'm like, I wonder if something happened. Like, right? It was creepy. They're trying to there. keep us out of there for our own safety or whatever. Yeah, like, you d- you never know. But you know, I don't know that that brings back so many memories. But you know, that house, I don't know, there, there was a lot of stuff, like, um, so, so, such great happy moments, you know, such, you know, like, developmentally forming uh, memories, but, you know, you had mentioned that you used to get, like, a feeling there sometimes, you know, I could see that, that, you know, now that you mentioned it, I didn't think of it myself, but now that you mentioned it, you know, maybe. You know, I know mom believed in some of that stuff. At yeah. Least I, I, I think she did because I remember her talking to the neighbors about, you know, the evil eye or, or you know, stuff would happen. And and I, I totally believe that she did. Like, do you remember that, that stain that looked like a face on the ceiling of the kitchen? Yeah. Okay. Did that ever move when you looked oh, at it? Oh, that's a great question. You know? I it moved when I was when I was in there one time. I was in there by myself. And I remember it like winking at me and it smiled and I forgot what else. You know, I don't know if you just jogged a memory or something, <laughs> but I, 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 it sounds right. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. it, I, it wasn't conscious right now or before. And then when you mentioned it, it seems like, like it's something that could be there, you know? Yeah. I mean, oh, there's so many different things. 
Like I remember mom, do you remember uh, all the, the glass figurines? Yeah. And stuff, and she had some dolls in there. Oh, those dolls are kind of creepy. Creepy, yeah. Even still to this day. Um, that's why they said, because, you know, Pop was such a hoarder. Um, I wonder if it's like genetic and shit, because I still have a hard time throwing away cables and stuff. And, you know, because it'd be like, you never know when you're going to use it. And then I remember one day, like a buddy of mine was looking for a cable and it was uh-huh. like a weird shape, whatever. And you had and I was it. like, and I had it. I was like, dude. <laughs> so I was like, come over here real quick. And he, he went over and I was like, look. He's like, where the hell did you get this and from? And it justifies all yeah. the crap you've yeah. been And I was like, time. I've had this cable for 15 years. <laughs> from this moment, I was waiting for, for you. For this particular moment. Yeah. Or that uh, one piece of freaking wood that you've been saving for whatever reason. Because it's a good piece of wood. You don't want to yeah. throw it away. Hold or... on, pause, though. Pop being a hoarder, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's not normal to have piles of tools in your <laughs> living room. Like to where you have to have a freaking uh, pathway. pathway. <laughs> yeah. Like when you sit down in your in your chair, it's perfectly molded ergonomically so you could... To, to your yeah. body. Yeah. yeah. But you know, one thing I do remember about Pop and one thing I always... Um, respected about him was he was always active he was always oh busy. he was always moving he was always like i remember uh um, him having that sit-up um mm-hmm. machine or whatever that you roller call it, that, whatever that rolly thing that i don't know you, you put it in kind of curved and rocked yeah back and forth yeah yeah and uh um you know he always had something he was always you know making sure his body was in good shape oh he was shit. he was he would stand there and just like move side to side or even in a car he was just yeah. moving his moving something like remember when uh, uh he played that prank on ma where uh she was driving and he was like tapping his foot <laughs> and she thought she had a flat tire, flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah good times so okay um one thing i've been wanting to talk to you about because you know obviously we, we haven't spoken in, for, for so long right, at least not forever. in person you know yeah um for those of y'all uh, listening right now, I'm here with my brother, Christopher, a.k.a. Chris DeLeon. He is uh, a teacher, yep. uh, uh, a, a magician, a musician. Was, was it a magician? <laughs> <laughs> I made food disappear pretty quick. Um, he, you know, did really free, like award-winning, like, like international and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, I've seen, point. I've seen, you know, you're freaking going to the, you know, Washington and shit to re- yeah. get awards and all this stuff. And I'm just like over here in my dumbass podcast, like a freaking loser. Nah, <laughs> here's the deal is that it just happened to be at the right place at the right time. You know, everybody, so, everybody has their thing and, and sometimes it gets noticed. A lot of times it doesn't. And, and you know, that's, that's, well, you were always goes. into, you know, science and stuff and learning even as a kid, because I remember we used to watch Mr. Wizard's World and yeah. shit like that. Or, um, you know, you, you became a, like, what, what made you want to become a teacher? Because growing up, I remember you hated kids. Yeah, you know, that that's true. And I actually have talked to my students about uh, there was a point in my life where I hated people. I did not want to deal with people. I didn't want, you know, I, I was looking for careers that didn't involve people so i loved animals you know yeah you remember that i was yeah if there's anything animals i was all about that and still to this day i mean that doesn't go away um but what yeah i don't i love animals they taste great <laughs> <laughs> yeah slow cooked um do you remember uh raymond from the neighborhood yeah so he was asking me one time and this was i don't even he probably doesn't even remember 
we were walking down, you know, by the, the, the middle school and he asked, he said, you know, what do you want to be? I said, you know, I want to be a teacher. And I said it once in my mind, it was there, but I, I've only vo vocalized it one time. And the reason being was because someday when I had a family, I want to be able to spend time with them. Because you remember, you know, growing up, you yeah. know, it was, it was you and I, or, you know, and then when Jerry came along, you, me and Jerry alone, you know, for quite a while. And, you know, I, I, I honestly think that that grew a lot of our independence, hard-headedness, but it also, you know, I mean, there, there's, there's, uh, some, some, uh, <laughs> fights, you know, say, I was going to say like, there, I mean, but boys being boys, yeah. you know, people have to try to establish their dominance or, yeah. or whatever, but I mean, I knew, I knew deep down that you cared, especially like I said, when, you know, I was getting picked on and you took that punch for me <laughs> and, um, you know, that yeah. guy cracked your tooth and, yeah. you know, and, and like, Chris hates us. Like, oh, Ma's like, oh, really? Then why do you yeah. get his tooth broken because of you? And well, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I can pick on you all I want, but nobody else is going to, you know, that's, <laughs> that's like, you can say something. I can say something about my mama, but you can't, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. But anyway, I remember, you know, back to what we were talking about, I mean, I told Raymond I want to be a teacher specifically for you know the family but then that left like I never thought about it again but it was there and then yeah <laughs> but it was there and then when I went to college I didn't know what I wanted to be you know I took two years off before I went back I worked at a casino I worked you know at Kmart for for a little bit I worked um at uh a, a con um building trusses at a um Menards which is uh like a uh, construction or like a hardware store up in in the north and my original major was electronics like industrial technology with my emphasis in electronics and then i met somebody that was was going to school to be a teacher a tech ed teacher like i am and, and i was like you know that sounds interesting and then that brought me back to that memory of you know someday i want to be a teacher for my family I tell you what, that was the best thing that ever happened. Mm. Not only because I was there, like every holiday I'm there, you know, if, you know, up north we have snow days. If, if there's snow days, you know, I'm home. But, you know, working with kids and, and really the field I went into, I can still tinker, I can still take things apart. I can, you know, tell show kids how to do things that they may not ever get to do. And... You know that passion really is is where all those awards come from and honestly my personal awards i don't care about those honestly i could you know give her you know give those away and i would never care but when i see the students succeed that's like crazy yeah. like that's what it's about for me i mean i've seen my students present their projects in front of like two thousand people at a national conference and there's celebrities there and there's pro athletes there and people are cheering them on and, you know, crazy, you know, clapping and, and all of this and, you know, hanging on every word. And those kids are just, you know, just rocking it up there. And, you know, that's, that's really what, what drives me. And, and that's, that's where I feel like, you know, that's where it's worth it. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. Every teacher has the days, right? Like, yeah. oh man, why the heck am I doing this? <laughs> I want to retire, you know, looking for a snow day. But, you know, if we go back to, covid when we had to teach from home you know it, it wasn't the same it yeah. just you don't you don't get that and did, did it make you appreciate being in the in the classroom more you know it did it did having those connections with, with with the students you know you miss that you miss that human connection and i went from you know hating people 
to, you know, that's my job is, you know, those relationships and, you know, really helping students, you know, achieve higher at a level that they even didn't think of. I mean, because if, if I think back to all the things that, that, that um, we've been able to, or the students that have been able to do because of, you know, kind of like my mentorship, you know, I, I, I know it kind of sounds a bit conceited or something, but I think, you know, okay, if, if we, di if I didn't do that, who would have, right. you know, if, if, if there was, would another teacher do it? Probably not because there's some things that, that we do that's outside of the classroom time, normal learning time that the, the kids are working on, not because they have to, but because they want to. I've had teams put over a thousand hours into a project they never receive a grade. You know, they're working, they come in early to school to work on it. They're working during lunch, they're working during their study hall time, they're working after school, they're working on weekends. I get emails late at night, you know, midnight, saying, hey, can you look this over or whatever like that? And, um, you know, how, how, how can another teacher, you know, do that? You yeah. know, how can, it's just not gonna happen. I wish it would, you know, that would change everything, but, um, like, for example, if I was to create a list, um, my students have, you know, designed water purification systems to be used on the moon. We've gone to NASA, I don't know how many times, all paid for by NASA, you know. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, but now that you mentioned it, keep going. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, like, one year we went twice to the Kennedy Space Center, once as NASA VIPs, and basically we could go anywhere. We were standing underneath the space shuttle, um, at, well, while they were still flying, you know, after they got back from missions, um, we've gone on ecological boat tours around the Kennedy Space Center. We've gone places that the, the general public doesn't get to go. Nice. Um, yeah, we, um, let's see, we've gone to Houston. They, um, I had students present their projects to students in Saudi Arabia, Bangladesh, India. Um, I've had students get tweeted about from the International Space Station. Um, nice. Director of NASA has contacted them. They've talked to educational specialists from NASA. Um, they presented at a World Algae and Biomass Summit because of a project that they worked on. Um, they have, like I said, at that one uh, presentation or that one conference where um, John Urschel, who used to play for the Baltimore Ravens, was mm -hmm. there. And he was like the keynote speaker, and we got to hang out with him for a bit. Damon John was there. He's one of the sharks on Shark Tank. Oh, um, really? Yeah. What's crazy about Damon John, side note, is that um, you couldn't like, record him. You couldn't take a picture of him because... I don't know if there's a contract or something, but he couldn't have any of that, which is kind of sad. But I mean, you know, everybody does their thing. I was, I would assume like he's sought after, so you got to keep yeah. your image up there, um, which is, I guess, understandable. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't know how hard it is for us, you know, famous people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I gotcha. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, see, you know, I could talk forever about, you know, my students. And, you know, even now, like right before I came here, just yesterday, there was, um, entries due for a competition that's not till Tuesday, but because we're on spring break, they had to get done by Friday. I mean, they were working on it nonstop and we finally got it sent off and, you know, fingers crossed they do well, but, you know, even if they don't, it's the process. You know, they learn, they work as a team, they're working on something because they want to, um, not because they have to. They're, I mean, if you ask any teacher, how, how, do they, how do they want students to write? How do they want them to learn? And they'll talk about, if they're a good teacher, they'll talk about, uh, passion they'll talk about you know i don't want them to settle for just turning it in i want them to work over and you know to to refine their writing to learn how to cite sources to synthesize which you know take different resources and make them their own and that's all stuff we're doing you know 
see what what I what I find fascinating is like when when I was in school, I hated being in school. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, that's the reason I never went to college was because I hated school. Yeah. But it's like after I left school, I had a void inside of me because I wasn't learning. Sure. And then once I figured out, like, I have a thirst for learning. Uh huh. That's when I was all like, okay, well, I don't want to learn the shit that they taught at school. I want to learn about the things that I'm interested in. That's when I quote unquote became a student yeah and that's when i started learning because i i noticed that the 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 subjects and um things that i was passionate about that's what drove me to go above and beyond to start you know putting more time and effort into um you know learning there there were times where you know i I spoke about miss sandifer before before um she was probably my favorite teacher ever sure and and not just because i met sandra in her class but because she was just an awesome teacher mm-hmm. and there were times where i would go up to her and i would hand her a paper she'd be like what's this i was like oh well i wrote this about this subject right. she goes, this wasn't part of your i was like i know i just did it just to do it yeah and she was just what do you want me to do with it just read it tell me what you think yeah and then she like, I mean, she goes, I can grade it if you want. I'm like, if you want to. Like, All I'm saying is like, I wrote this. I want you to read it yeah. and tell me what you think. That's, sure, that's sure. it. You know, so she came, she became really like my first kind of a, a mentor in that area. Sure. To where that kind of fed into my creative writing. So then she was the one who pushed me into getting into creative writing, which then pushed me into you know uh writing about subjects that i wasn't so much interested in but it was like okay well this writing style yeah like learning about haikus and you know these types of poems and (laughs) (laughs) and um so so now it's like okay when i read or when i write i remember all these lessons that i well not all of them because you know i've had a few yeah yeah (laughs) killed a few brain cells back in my day right but um i mean I still remember a lot of what they taught me. So now it's like, okay, you know, the, my best episodes of the, even like this podcast are when I've been inspired to, you know, by the memory of, of these lessons that I learned. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, now that I'm truly a student of the things that I want to learn, you know, I feel that passion burning inside of me again. What am I going to do with it? So it's like, well, fuck, I don't worry in the pandemic. I don't know what to do. I feel like I need an outlet, whatever. <laughs> it's like, well, what can I do? That doesn't really require money. I'm gonna start a podcast. Yeah. And then, you know, it turns out like being or starting a podcast, yeah, you can do it from your phone. But if you want to do it right, you gotta buy equipment. Sure. Next sure. you know, so next you know, I'm here with the freaking latest and greatest freaking uh, audio interface here. Which is got awesome, these freaking these mics are like a hundred dollars each Holy cow. <laughs> this thing you know and all the and i got it all wired and right, all this stuff right. whatever so the fact that i've gotten paid for being a podcaster i can honestly say i am a podcaster like i am nice. what i tell people i'm not so much a podcaster as i'm a pod crafter sure because sure. you know i write the episode or most of them anyway <laughs> <laughs> i write the episodes and you know I write the dialogue and I write the outline or I come up with the topics we're going to talk about or whatever. Um, so I'm fucking proud of that, dude, because I've never you should be. It's pretty I've, awesome. I've never I've never really built anything like 
this before. I've never, you know, been in front of the, you know, all these right, people, right. whatever. But I tell you what, right now, if you were to put me in front of a group of people um, that, that I've never met before, I would probably have no problems talking in front of them. Right. Because the, the people that I hung out with, you know, musicians, um, artists, people who work in radio, people who work sure. on TV, stuff like that. I've learned so much by watching these people becoming a student, you know, because I right, became right, a student right. that now it's like, okay, I think I picked up enough to where I can make more informed, stupid decisions. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm doing now is I'm learning in, in the process of, or I'm growing in my process of learning. Right. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. Like I said, yeah, you, sh you really should be. And you know, one thing is that passion really moves along your learning a lot more than anything else. And you had mentioned that teacher. One thing that I tell my student teachers, you know, cause I get people that are going to be teachers. They come to me, not all the time, but you know, once in a while I'll get a student teacher. And one thing I tell every single one is that they're not going to the, the, when you're creating lessons, it doesn't matter what you're teaching. What matters is, are you making those connections, right? Yeah. Cause you, you, you felt that connection to that teacher. Yeah. You felt it. Keyword there, felt, right? It doesn't matter the subject. If you if you know that if the teacher, if you know that the teacher has your best interest, then you're gonna you're gonna go a little bit more. And that's that's hopefully what you know I'm trying to get a, a passed on to my students too, is that connection. Sometimes, depending on the student, you know, every family is different, but that might be the only positive role model that they might have, or a, po a positive male role model at that. And what's extra super cool, in my opinion, is that, you know, I live in Northern Wisconsin now, right? They don't see many people of, of um, Hispanic, you know, background in education. And I don't know if you know this or not, but at nationally, only 2%, 2% of educators are male Hispanic. Really? 2%, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Only 2%. Now, here in Texas, it's different, right? Yeah. I mean, regional, it might be different, but as a whole, two percent—that's nuts. And you know, if, so so what you're saying is you should be getting more since you're a minority. That's exactly no. I'm not saying <laughs> that. I, I tell you what, I, I have worked hard for everything that you know, every teacher thing that I that I've I've done and and you know, continue to do so. And well, even though some days it, I, I, oh boy, those those kids will try you. But you know what's crazy? And too? see, that's the reason why I can't be a teacher. I couldn't be a teacher because if somebody talks talks smack to me, I don't care the age. I'm really, really tempted. Oh, to... you know. And you remember me growing up, like yeah. I had a quick temper. Yeah. You know, I didn't put up with a lot of that smack. And but as a teacher, one, I think being a parent too has kind of brought that in. But um, I've noticed that some of the kids that have the best connection to you are the kids that are the that are roughest towards you. Like, for example, I had the kid, this kid, I had asked him to, to step out or I talked to him about something. His behavior was, was off the wall at that time. And he was like, oh, I hate this effing class. You know, I, I don't want to be here again. This was his eighth grade year. Ninth grade year, he's in the high school. He comes back, came back to visit. Hi, Miss Jillian, and act like we're best friends. You know, I think that because they feel that connection, they know that, hey, you know, if I, if I smart off to this teacher now, He's, he still has my back, you know, yeah. 
And and that's that's big. And a lot of times, you know, it's it's a comfort level, and it's never never personal towards the teacher necessarily. Um, it's more that students are dealing with their own stuff. And, yeah, and, once they're dealing with that yeah, at home or whatever. Right, and that that's a big lesson for any career is that you know everybody's dealing with their own shit. Everybody's dealing with their own stuff, and as and if you look at people like that, like you know, they got their own issues. If, if they're being rude, if they're being, you know, the the word these days, Karens. You know, <laughs> they probably have their own stuff going on, and so try try not to take it personally. And 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 you know you know what uh, um, one thing I've noticed is a lot of times when people are being rude to you, it's like you said, it's nothing personal. I always like will ask them like like. It happened one time where where somebody at work was rude to me. Sure. After they they said what they said, you know, I, I didn't say nothing. After they said what they said, I went up to him later and and uh, I was like, "Hey, uh, you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." Like, no, no, no. Are you okay? Right. And like, what do you mean? I'm like, are you okay? Sure. And then I just see like tears starting to well up, and they're like, "Don't do this to me right now, man." I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? You hit a nerve. And then it was like, okay, this is what's going on. And like, yeah. and they just unloaded. Right. And, and after, you know, afterwards they, they, they gave me a hug uh-huh. and they're like, you know, I appreciate you listening and I'm sorry about earlier yeah, and all this. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I told him, I said, look, I knew it wasn't personal. I said, so don't worry about that. Uh-huh. I was like, just, just completely forget about that. I said, but next time shit like that's going on with you, talk to me. Right. I was like, just pull me aside like hey and something's going on i need somebody to talk to Mm -hmm. i can be that person for you right i said so don't let this i said because if it was anybody else they probably would have smacked you know right smack the taste out your mouth but i don't want to do that i said so rather than get upset and try to fight you whatever i understood um mainly because i've been reading a lot of psychology books and i've been seeing you know well what 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 kind of you know things can lead you know yeah reading more into the behaviors right, and right. understanding the cause of these behaviors rather than just reacting yeah. to the behaviors so it's kind of like like man if, if the younger me can see me now <laughs> <laughs> you know that's it so you didn't challenge them to dance off or anything no to, no like, i should have though because sandra taught me some stuff yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that's crazy but yeah, you never know. You know, um, I had this student one time. She was always smiling, like always smiling. And one day, she wasn't smiling anymore. She was after my class. I called her up and said, hey, come here a second. She goes, yeah, Mr. Dillon, what's up? I said, hey, what's wrong? She said, nothing, nothing's wrong. Well, this is like recently. I, this, so no, this, this story happened probably 2005-ish, 2010-ish, a while back. Well, recently... I got a, an email from her. Like, she looked me up um, on Facebook or something. Somehow she contacted me. I can't remember exactly how. She goes, Mr. Young, you don't remember me, but my name is so-and-so. And um, I, I want you to tell you, I want to tell you that um, you, I, you don't remember this, but when you called me over and asked me what was wrong, I wasn't smiling, and I want to know why, that, that that changed my life. And I'm like, and I'm reading this, like, question mark. You know, what's, how could that little thing? And she said, she goes on in the letter to say something to the effect of, um, I didn't realize till that moment that I wasn't okay, that something was wrong. And she goes, um, and through high school, I hated 
myself, you know, I was going through some things and I, I always thought back to you asking me and then that's when I realized, you know, you know, I'm not okay and I, and I seek help. And she goes, even to this day, I'm, I'm battling depression, I'm battling this. She goes, but that small act, you know, that little bitty thing made all the difference and, and like change her course. And it's crazy how those little things at the right moment have like this crazy huge effect on people. Well, it's 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 like the uh, um, dropping a pebble in a pond. Oh yeah, yeah. And eventually, those waves are gonna reach mm-hmm. all the shores, no matter right, how right. big that freaking pond is. You know, so all it takes is just a little pebble, and and it sets the whole thing in motion. So yeah, I mean, you know. That was your purpose that day was to ask that question right. and imagine if you had it right you know what i mean yeah. so yeah you never know so yeah like people talk there's no such thing as fate there's no such thing as destiny and maybe there's not but again if we think about what wouldn't have happened if you hadn't been there to ask that question if you hadn't been astute enough to notice this student was you know different yeah um i can tell with sandra you know, she can walk in and I can look at her and be like, something's bothering you. What is it? Nothing. Yeah. And I'll be like, well, what's up? She's like, I'm just not feeling right, you know, because mm-hmm. of this or that or, you know, whatever's going on. I was like, okay, well, I'll tell you what. Go sit down. Take off your shoes. I'll be right back. I'm going to rub your feet. And, you know, we're going to watch some of your, your, your shows that I don't really care about. Right, but, you right. know, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch them with you. Dirty Dancing and, with the uh, Stars. <laughs> And uh, um, what to call it? So she'll be there, and I'm rubbing her feet and all this stuff, and I'm doing my commentary on her shows, and they're foreign shows, so you know right. they're subtitled. So it doesn't matter what I say; she's still reading it. But then she's cracking up because of the commentary, and then I'll point something out, and she'll be like, "You know, now you just ruined it for me because I can't look at this person <laughs> without way. thinking <laughs> this." And so next thing you know, she's in a better mood. And I'm just like, so you good? She was, I'm, I'm good. Oh, that's like, good. Yeah, you gotta know your woman. Yeah. So she, I mean, and and they say you, you haven't you haven't met her yet. She's out, you know, doing her her mother thing with her with her daughter. Yeah. And um, but like I said, when you meet her, even even Miranda and Kate, like I said, even Miranda will be like, she's growing on me. Oh, that's you know? nice. <laughs> so that's for nice. her to say that, that's kind of a a, a big deal, you know? Sure. But um, yeah, like I said, the I see your 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 TikToks when you're posting about a good teacher. <laughs> yeah. We'll do this, this, and this, and I'm just like, man, look at my brother. Like, who is, who is that? That's yeah, not the like, guy. No, this is a guy who <laughs> threw a board in my head. Like, <laughs> it was your fault for having your head in the way of the board. Yeah, I said, yeah. watch out. Yeah, you said watch out after you threw the board. I can't help it if your reflexes <laughs> are like a snail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, good thing I didn't suffer any Dane damage. Yeah. I still remember. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Please don't tell mom. All this blood, blood dripping, dripping down, down my down shirt. Blood name. dripping down my shirt. Don't tell mom. Like she's not gonna know. What's that? <laughs> Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you remember um, uh, telling each other, "I'm not gonna be your brother anymore"? Yeah. <laughs> if you tell mom or if you do this, I'm not gonna be your brother. Or I'm not your friend no more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, like I said, we uh, we were talking about it earlier, you know, little pranks that we used to pull, and uh, like I said, my favorite one to tell people about is when we broke into that house just to rearrange, rearrange the, the furniture. furniture. <laughs> <laughs> 
And like I said, <laughs> when, when we drove or drove by, when we rode our bikes by and we saw the cop car there, I was like, oh, shit, we're going to get in trouble now. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they're like, what happened? Well, nothing. They couldn't do nothing yeah. because, because no, nothing was stolen. Yeah. <laughs> all, all we did was just switch places. Like, well, if it was on the right, it's on the left now. <laughs> well, see, here's the deal. We were never, we were never like, Bad kids. Yeah, vandal, vandals, you know, yeah. like that hardened criminals. We're, we're mischievous. We weren't bad, <laughs> yeah. though. Like, hey, it all sounded like a good idea at the time, you know. Because we're, we're trying to toe that line between, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, between between still being a good kid, but, like, kind of, you know. Although, do you remember the slingshots with the, the street light in the back? And we would shoot How the, many times we broke that freaking yeah. street? Man, we got in trouble. For I remember that. the city. We're not going to replace that bulb anymore. But... But those screws flew, flew pretty good. Those sheet metal screws. Yeah. And remember, they would make that buzzy noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we got to do some stuff back in the day. Yeah. And do you remember uh, our, our neighbor, we used to call her Thea. Yeah. And uh, she had a brother named Theo. Theo Pio. Theo Pio. And we used to make the, the sound like, Theo Theo Pio. I still remember that I got told. I told I told Sandra about that not that long ago, um, and she just kind of looked at me like you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but back then it used to it used to be uh, be fun stuff. Hey, do you remember that one kid? Because remember Ophelia, yeah, she used to have like rent out those rooms, and there was that one kid that lived in the back that was kind of weird, kept spitting into his shirt. Do you remember that? He would just like pull out a shirt, and, like spit into it, and then one time you and I we had sticks. And he was like trying to fight us or something. We had the sticks and you're on one side and I was on the other. And we were like, kind of like, we weren't hitting him hard, but we would go up to him and tap him. And, and he would go after one and the other one would come up and tap him. I, I kind of remember that, but I wasn't sure if that was something that I made up. Uh, no, I remember that very specifically. That, that kid was weird. And he was, he was 18 or something. And we must have been, gosh, elementary, maybe yeah, early middle say, school. It was it was early. Maybe, yeah, because like I said, I, I remember something like that. I do remember the guy spinning his shirt, but I don't remember fucking with him like that. Yeah, I remember. But it. again, like I said, I I killed a lot of brain cells back in the yeah. day. So. I remember he used to say he had a girlfriend, and I always doubted that. <laughs> what, what I think, and I don't know this. This is just a speculation on my part, but I think... His dad probably hired some girl for a girlfriend for the night or for, for night, a little yeah. bit or something because I don't know anybody in their right mind would go after a guy who spits in his shirt. <laughs> you never know. I mean, well, you gotta save one of those bad boys for later. You never know when you might get hungry. Yeah. Oh, just thinking about it, like, grossing me out. Um, like, speaking of stuff that could gross you out, uh, when Sandra had her surgery um, for the kidney stone after she got out of surgery. The medicine uh, she had to throw up because it was, oh. you know, in her system, right? Sure. So she ate a little bit, but then she threw it all up. Oh. So we, she had this uh, bucket there or tray or something like that. Uh huh. They they used it to put some stuff in there, but when she started throwing up, I threw everything out. And so she's there and she's there throwing up with them, and I'm like, okay, it's, it's all right, babe, and all this. Yeah. So the next thing you know, I'm I'm walking over to the trash can, and then I realize I'm carrying a bucket of puke, and then I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't I couldn't handle it and so I put it there on the thing and one of the nurses came in and uh, I was like I hate to ask I was like but I'm about to throw it. I was yeah. like do you think you could yeah I got it don't worry <laughs> so that's why like 
Yeah, I gotta respect the nurses and shit too because they I got couldn't a high handle it. Like, yeah, right. they, they get. I mean, it's bad enough, you know, what I did with Sandra, and then imagine doing that with somebody who can't do it for themselves. Right. You know. Well, you you know that brought up a, a memory. So you know, um, you know, being a parent sure changes things. And uh, one thing I learned from being a dad is how to shut off your nose. Because I tell you what, nothing is absolutely nothing is worse than the smell of hot dog thrown up from a little kid. <laughs> absolutely nothing. I don't know what it does in there. I don't know if it like ferments and gurgles. But if your kid's sick, advice to parents everywhere. If your kid's sick, never ever ever never ever never feed them hot dogs even if you think they might be sick because if it comes up it is the nastiest and it doesn't digest it is chunky it's chunky. <laughs> it chunky and it reeks holy cow but so i got very skilled at turning off my nose and um i'm the i'm the only one who cleans up puke if i'm there i that's my job it's just because it just <laughs> I, I i've developed that superpower of well, Shutting see, my, mine is being able to handle roaches. Because mm. um, like I said, I remember one time she uh, she woke me up in the middle of the night. There's a roach. Okay, we'll kill it. I can't kill it. You kill it. So I was pissed. Like I said, I was ready <laughs> in a deep sleep. So I woke up, turned on the light. I saw the roach was there, like just right on the wall. Uh -huh. I punched the roach. I washed my hand. I went back to sleep. And she was, was like, "Why aren't you gonna clean it up?" And so you told me to kill it. You didn't say clean, <laughs> clean it. Clean it up. That's your you job. You didn't say you clean it. <laughs> so I went back to sleep. Speaking and of roaches, do you remember um, me standing or sitting in the back, uh, in the in our kitchen, by the back door with a knife? And as roaches would come in, I would stab them. Do you remember that at all? No, but I remember us having giant freaking uh, uh, rubber bands, and on the front door uh -huh. where we used to have the screen. When we would turn on the light, there would be a bunch of roaches there. When they would climb up on there, we'd freaking smack the... <laughs> I don't remember that. Smack the, the roach with the with the giant rubber band, and they would go flying. So I don't know if it would kill oh, them, I but oh, I know they would gosh, go that flying. That sounds familiar. Maybe I do remember. I don't know. It's hard to, rem it's hard to remember what I remember. And yeah. What, what I like. It's what we saw on a TV yeah. show or something like that. They, there was a lot of... There was a lot of stuff that, like, man, like... We would get into oh man we got into everything we, we talked about this earlier um saw blades as throwing stars yeah and, and sticking those in yeah those those were a lot of fun i don't even remember where we got those throws albert i, I remember was it albert no or? it was carlos so if you remember carlos's house it was the house and then there was another like apartment house in the back, yeah, the back and there was like yeah. a garage or some sort of storage room next to it and he had an attic and we went into the attic and there was all kinds of saw blades up there that's where we got them we took a we took a few of them. Yeah, we did. But and he helped get them. But I still <laughs> Carlos. I still remember. So you remember his his uh the house across the street from us. Yeah. It had these two big trees, right? Yeah, I was gonna trees. I was gonna bring up that <laughs> and then he was like, because we weren't friends with those yeah, people yeah. at that time. We we got it we got into a uh a neighborhood fight. A little spat. It was it was us against it was it was me and, and my brother. Or both my brothers against Carlos, and I forgot who else. I don't, I don't remember their names. But but I remember you, like Carlos had said something. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you picked up a rock. <laughs> That's where I was going. I was <laughs> so like, you, you picked up a rock, and you're like, I could see the 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 
the look in your eye, you're like, I can't throw this at him <laughs> or else I'll get in trouble. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to throw this into the tree. Yeah. And there's this ah. huge freaking Gigantic. tree. Gigantic. It's got to be at least, what, 50, 60 feet tall? Yeah, it was like huge. That. It, it was the, I want to say the biggest trees in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, they were. Huge. And there were, there was two of them, right? Yep. And so you chunk this rock into the tree. Yeah. <laughs> and next thing you know, like the most freaking, what do you call it? Uh, 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 it was like a miracle perfect shot. It, what, 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 what was the, the, the most unplanned, unexpected <laughs> um, game of Plinko? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> like the Rue Goldberg machine yeah. kind of. So it was like, like ding. So it's bouncy, you can hear that stone <laughs> bouncing off of all these different branches. <laughs> yeah. And so Carlos is looking up, and all of a sudden that rock just falls smack, smack right between the eyes. <laughs> he goes crying. Old. <laughs> this is a lucky shot. And I was just like, me, I mean, how did like... that happen? What are the odds? I know. Why didn't we record that? <laughs> I know, you're right. Too bad we didn't have uh, like phones cell phones back, back the then or recorders. Yeah. Cause we did some dumb stuff and like funny stuff. And that's what, when I tell people like, you know, me and my brother did this and they were like, shut the fuck up. You're lying. No, for real. Like my brother could, you know, my, my brother will, uh, um, will back me up about it. Oh yeah. And, uh, they'll be like, nah, nah, there's no way. I was like, yeah, there was one time my brother took me hunting in Wisconsin. Did you kill anything? No, I fell asleep. in the freaking stand. <laughs> do, do you remember, um, that time uh we made a we well we tried making an elevator out of an ice chest in, in our front tree <laughs> yeah and we had ropes and pulleys and we talked the neighbor girl into getting into there and then all of a sudden she fell out she fell out and the parents come over and they're picking up their their daughter and she's just bawling just call crying crying tears 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 <laughs> It would have worked. I think it was her fault for wiggling. <laughs> right, she, you, it made sense would, to me. She wiggled too much. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that. Like I said, I, I and said another thing we spoke about earlier. I remember, like I said, I was big into uh, Zorro. Oh, Zorro. Back in the day, and I wanted to be like Zorro. And, uh, you know, Zorro has a whip. And uh, he can uh, uh, throw the whip out, mm -hmm. wrap it around like a, a, a log or something right, like right, that, right. and swing from one place to oh, another. Yeah. So, so I wanted, I found a piece of rope, a real, you know, decent sized piece of rope. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be like Zorro. So I tried throwing the rope around. It wouldn't, you know, stay on the thing. So I was like, you know what? It needs a, um, a stone or something at the end to, <laughs> to, to, to get some weight behind it. So I could spin around right, right, right. and grab on. So I threw the, the, I, I found a small stone and I tied it to the end of the rope and I threw it up there and it went around and i was like i pulled it and it seemed like it was on there Sturdy, so, yeah so i was all like all right cool <laughs> i'm gonna be like zorro so i climbed up on the tree uh -huh. and i was gonna swing down or like swing across the the sidewalk and i was gonna let go and i was gonna land on my feet so i i jumped off of the tree and when i came to you know where, where the max g forces is at the, the lowest point right the rope gave way and i was still pretty high made maybe a good four feet up in the air so the rope gave way so i just came crashing down to the ground 
my body landed in the grass my head hit the concrete <laughs> that explains a lot yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah it, uh, they explains like where some of those memories went <laughs> but uh yeah so i learned like okay there's movie tricks and trick photography and that's how they get zorro to <laughs> be able to swing like that <laughs> i don't know but i don't know i still want that sword though yeah speaking of swords do you remember that wooden sword that pop used to have it had like a wooden handle and a wooden yeah it sheet. was it was i found out it was uh, uh from uh, uh vietnam they they made it is for it's a, it's a tourist thing sure okay do you know what happened to that yeah i thought he gave it to you no i don't have it i left it there at the house when i moved up here well then somebody did something with it because i remember like it being there for the longest time yeah the handle cracked on it right because we used to uh, like, we used to yeah, mess around with it, whatever. it's a sword, and we're in boys. That's what but, we uh, uh, what to call it. But, yeah, like I said, I found out that they made, like, a, sh a shit ton of those. Really? Because, um, like I said, they're, they're tourists. Yeah. Um, what to call it? Uh, tourist, I don't know, the tourist attraction? Like souvenir tourist, kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, like, gotcha. yeah, so they're, they're just meant for, for uh, cheap displays, sure. basically. So, uh, so, my memory with that sword, here's the story. <laughs> so, and the, so mom and pop had that sword, right? It was in the it was in the back room. They had yeah. that sword. I I don't even remember this, but one year we dressed up at, in karate geese. You remember yeah. that? Well, I wanted that sword, so I opened up the window, I threw it out, and then because I didn't want to ask them to borrow, because I knew they would say yeah. no, it's a sword. And then I went out the the window or other side, and I grabbed it, and I put it in the car, and I took it. I was like, yeah, yeah. They said I could use it for for this, so. You know, we're dressed up in our karate outfits, and I had the sword, and I thought, man, I look like a ninja. You know, uh, this is pretty awesome. Look at me. You know, I have the sword. I have the full getup. I'm looking badass. And then I saw a picture of myself, like, not too long ago, actually. I think Mom had sent one up to us, and I saw a picture of, of me in that karate outfit. I'm this chubby guy, and the thing's barely covering, <laughs> covering my belly, and I'm holding this sword, and it's like... What was I thinking? You know, that, <laughs> like, I was like, how come nobody told me nothing? <laughs> yeah, that that geese probably a couple of sizes too small. And the, the, was uh, one of the guys at work. I was like, you know, uh, uh, Ma gave me back my uh, old army uniforms. Uh huh. I was like, and she had them in the attic, so they must have shrank. <laughs> yeah, the you heat, know, all the, you heat, know, the heat. Yeah, the yeah, heat. The heat shrank them. Whatever, right, so. for sure. <laughs> but it was funny though because I gave him to Tommy. Uh huh. And uh, so I was like, what do you think? He put it on. He goes, it's a little tight. Yeah, well, you know, like you're just fat. That's all. It is. No, it, I told you, we are the exact same weight. We look the exact same as we did when we were in our prime. <laughs> I was like, I just didn't realize I was that ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, man, like I said it's it's good. It's good to see you after all these years. It's oh good man, that it is so nice being here. Um, you know, it's nice to be able to reconnect and stuff yeah, um, sure. without getting too sappy whatever but uh, <laughs> you know because that, that's that's we were we were never like that you know? yeah even at our times when we were our closest we never like were you know my brother how arts thou yeah. <laughs> well you know it goes back to what we said earlier you know is that everybody's going through their own shit and and you know we, we went through some shit you yeah. know we we went through some shit and and honestly, honest, 100% true, probably some of the stuff that kids shouldn't go through. I mean, it's not as bad as some. Yeah. You know, some have it way worse. Way worse. worse. But yeah. it, it still, you know, it, it affects people differently. And, it, it, 
And if you could go back, knowing what you know now, to do it over again, you know, it, it, I, I, I can't speak for you, but for me, it would definitely be a different story. Oh yeah, it'd be a different, you know, storyline altogether. But when you're a kid and you don't know how to handle your emotions, you don't know how to deal with situation, you know, you don't. There's a lot you don't know. You don't even know what you don't know. And so, you know, I, I can tell you one thing. Like if I was to go back in time, one thing that 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 would change is um back in the day i didn't want any kids uh-huh. so i actually talked to a doctor about getting a vasectomy when i was 16. sure and they wouldn't do it really yeah he said well what if you uh want kids later I said i won't it's like well what if you marry a woman who wants kids i said well if she wants kids she's not gonna be with me yeah because i don't want kids you know so <clears throat> that's probably one thing that'll happen is Especially like if I like say I woke up tomorrow and I was you know 16 again, I'm sure the way this this the the world is now, I could find a doctor that would give me a vasectomy, right, right. So I would not be able to have kids, and I would make sure that not not that I don't love Tommy and Miranda, right. I love them with all my heart. Yeah, they're awesome. I would die for them, right? But I know how selfish I am. Uh huh. And I know the, the the type of person that I am is not. I could be a cool uncle. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. But as far as a, I am a shitty father. You know. And I and I'm fully prepared to admit that. Sure. And I'm working on it. Right. But at the same time, you know, the lazy part of me was like, well, you wouldn't have to work on it if you didn't have kids. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and you know that's tough. That's tough. You know, Haley and I have the, that conversation, too. Like, if you could go back and, and do it all over again, you know, would you? Uh, you know, with with uh, my kids, 100%, 100%. Um, definitely would. You know, I couldn't imagine life with life without them. Um, would I change things growing up? 100%, you know, you know this, the same deal. Um, but, yeah. You know, but, you know, it, it definitely makes you who you are if you can get through it the hard part is getting through it yeah and i mean and don't get me wrong they said i am grateful that i did have the kids young because now i can't hang out with tommy and like we used to go to cats mm-hmm. uh, for karaoke nights and sure. have drinks and stuff like that i wouldn't be able to do that if i was older than i am now you know if i had waited till i was 25 or 30 uh-huh. or whatever to have kids so I'm kind of glad that I'm able to know them as adults, basically as equals Sure. right now. Um, I'm not so much dad as I am just another friend. Sure. You know? um, that, that part is cool. But again, like I said, I know how bad it sucks, not only on, on their part, but you know, for me to be the cause of these kids pain, yeah. you know, because I was stupid, you know, and, uh, again, you know, you don't know what you don't know until you know it, and you know that that that's a tough one. That, that definitely is. So here's a different question: change, change, uh, not the subject, but to move off of that. Did you ever sing karaoke? And if so, what was your go-to song? <laughs> well, hold on. You said uh, change the subject. Like- mm, 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 mm. <laughs> um, I have sang karaoke. Um. The last time I did it was maybe about two, three weeks ago. Oh, really? And uh, uh, we were at Molly's uh, down the street here. Okay. And um, I sang 
the Goo Goo Muck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The from, Wednesday, from Wednesday dance. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, what I thought was cool was that I told, you know, because my, my co-host for Recycled Corn, he's the DJ over at Molly's. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, he's like, what do you want to sing? I was like, oh, I want to sing Goo Goo Muck. And uh, so he had to download the the thing whatever sure. i was like wait a minute so no one's ever done this song before right you he, would think that with the popularity yeah and he was like cool. i guess not so i was I, I guess i was the first one to do it over there oh there so you go. Uh, claim uh, the fame so it was funny though because he actually like like tagged me in a story where he was all like you know did did ben sing google muck like yes did he do a good job yes he better goes, than the original he goes but did i call him Uncle Fester, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's better than Pugsley. <laughs> so, yeah, I was all like, oh, well, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, hey, you want to hear something interesting now that, that you brought up Wednesday? Um, I was having this uh, conversation with uh, a student one time. We were talking about celebrity crushes. And I, I bet you don't even know this, but one of my um, celebrity crushes growing up was Morticia Adams. Not the modern ones or you know like any but the original morticia adams that oh yeah look at that <laughs> but that was one she of, was fucking hot oh man like i ain't gonna lie gorgeous. like I, I remember um i remember looking at uh old episodes and i was just saying man like like People are going on and on about Lily Munster, oh, uh-huh. whatever. But I was like, oh man, Morticia was. Way oh, Morticia that. was way hotter. And you know, you know what's weird? And I don't know why this is. A lot of my celebrity crushes are from the older movies or TV shows. And and the original Morticia Adams was definitely one of them. Um, well, because you watched all those freaking shows back in the day. Like I did. I was Ozzy all, and Harriet. Oh, man, yeah, I did. It was all about Ozzy and Harriet. And, you know, I still remember uh, 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 Ricky Nelson, mm-hmm. that uh, um, that song, whatever. Uh, Hello, Mary Lou? Uh, no, no. Well, I remember that one, too. But uh, was it uh, a sweet fall on died and burning him makes my heart start to yearn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, traveling man. Yeah, traveling man. There you go. So I, I still remember, um, you know, the those or that song, whatever from that. And yeah. like I said, it was. Uh, oh, there she is. I remember. I remember the song came on. I forgot what uh, what TV show it was. That song came on, and I started singing along. And Sandra looked at me like, "How the fuck do you know that?" <laughs> and I was all like. My brother was the world's oldest young or world's youngest old timer. I yeah. was like, he used to listen to, you know, the, the, the was it uh, or watch the uh, Leave It to Beaver and yeah. and and uh, what call it up? Uh, well, what Adventures was of Ozzy and Harriet. Yeah, there you watched. go, Ozzy and Harriet. Yeah. I was like, and then uh, you know, of course, and it went on to the the, the Nelson brothers and then yeah. the Nelson twins. <laughs> Yeah, you, you want to hear... Okay, so here's a list of my celebrity crushes growing up. And actually, I want to say it's still to this day. So Morticia Adams, the original. I can't remember her name. But her, she's one of them. Annette Car- Funic- Carolyn Jones. Annette Funicello. Annette, yeah. Annette. Dude, a young oh, Annette. Man. Oh, my God, dude. She was freaking smoking. Oh, she's, yeah. I, you know what's funny is uh, she has an... In, or there's an Instagram account for Annette Funicello. Uh-huh. And one of my comments I put on there was... Man, if only I was uh, 
if only she were alive today, then she, or, or no, what was my comment? Oh, something to the effect of, um, if only I knew her back then, so she could reject me in person. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she was Annette Funicello, um, the original Morticia. Okay, I, I have to I have to bring up something. Um... Oh, back to the beach. Okay, tell me. Not that Annette for the cello. No, not this one, but this song. I don't know. I remember this song. And I haven't seen this movie in since like, like 30 the 80s. Years. Yeah, since <laughs> 80s. I, oh, hold on, let's see if I got it. Do you worry about tomorrow? <laughs> Let's see if I have that. See if I say I got it. Do you worry about tomorrow? Oh, shit. Would it be as good as yesterday? I'm not doing this part. You're not going to be my Annette. <laughs> now, what she was hot back then. Oh, she was. Like a love song. In the end, we always work it out. I still remember this. It's not on Spotify, by the way. <laughs> oh, I forgot Gilligan was yeah. in there. The girl with the asthma. Yeah. And, and again, again and again. again. <laughs> And again and again. The hair helmet. Oh, yeah. And this is where uh, um, Aunt Jessie, not Aunt Jessie, Aunt... Uh, Aunt Lori. Aunt Lori. This was before... Or Lori, Lori Loughlin, yeah. or whatever her name is. This was before her prison time. Yeah. Aunt Beck. No, Aunt Becky? It's a shiny diamond in my eye. <laughs> All right, so here's something about uh, about the original beach movies, and I don't know if, if you know this or not. Maybe you do. Maybe it's common knowledge, and I'm just imagining that I I'm the one. That, so, did you ever watch um, like Beach Blanket Bingo and like the original? Beach yeah, movies? you made me watch those fucking movies. <laughs> Damn straight, I did because Annette was in there. But anyway, so in the original. Beach blanket bo bingo movies, like that set of beach movies. The um, ooh, Jamaica Scott. Uh, so there's the surfers, and then the um, greasers. Yeah, the, the the bikers. They were the um, the two girls were puss and boots, <laughs> and that's the way he said puss and boots. And so and and they called each other the um, what do they call it? The the rats, I think it was. I think that was their gang name. Well, on the um, did you ever watch the Disney movie? Um, what was it called? The beach movie on Disney. That's a Disney movie. It was like a Disney original. What was that called? Why can't I think about it? <laughs> so, teen Beach movie. Teen Beach movie. Did oh, you ever watch that? I don't remember. Is this an old one? No, this is fairly new. It's like oh, a, no, no, no. Well, I want to say fairly new for me because I'm old. 
But it was in like, it was probably about five years ago. Nah, nah, I wouldn't. Maybe four or five years ago. So the I just barely watched the Descendants. Not that. Oh, Descendants good too. Well, the um the the new Teen Beach movies, the the it's still Bikers Against Surfers, but they call themselves the Mice or the Rodents or something like that. So it's kind of a nod to those original. In my mind, I I could be wrong, but in it, it seems like it's a. But after after enough time, the old stories become new. Become new again, right? Yeah. And so they they like have similar names, not the exact same, because the original Team Beach movies or those movies, yeah. Beach Blanket, they weren't Disney, but um, the Team Beach movie is, and so I think they make a nod to those original. Um, the uh, uh, like this this part of this song or this movie, whatever. Uh-huh. I think it was just to. Um, introduce people to Fishbone, which <laughs> yeah. is this, you know, this band. Yeah. You want to hear though too, is that this movie? So Annette, I don't know if you know this or not, but she had a successful music career that stemmed from her Disney days. And so what happened was, like, she put out records, and mm-hmm. a lot of Disney stars did it. But yeah. back when uh, Annette Funicello was in, not that I really know anything about Annette Funicello, <laughs> but back when she was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Like she, was I remember like, you making us yeah. watch the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, she was like the most popular Mickey Mouse. Yeah, their Mouseketeer. Well, she put out a song called "How Will I Know My Love," and like it, it exploded. Like it was huge among kids. So she had record player. Well, that Jamaica ska, in her later years, like before t- before this movie came out, was a hit. One of her hits. Oh really? And so in the movie, they make. A connection back to her singing career uh, and so yeah she had a lot of a lot of other songs like a song called tall paul like nobody remembers these songs and um here's another thing that i bet you didn't know again <laughs> not that i know anything about annette funicello but um the beach boys were not big until they sang the theme song to the um the song oh what was it called the monkey's uncle it was so they sang the theme song with Annette. And up until that point, like nobody knew who the Beach Boys were. Okay, remember uh, um, that movie Merlin Jones? Yeah, that's it. It was, was, was it Merlin Jones? No, it's called The Monkey's Uncle, I think. Because as I say, because wasn't that song in there? Yeah, like it was Monkey's the theme Uncle? song. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was that song that, that spring-loaded the Beach Boys into stardom. Because I remember, uh, what call it, a... Uh, uh, them, the the Beach Boys, whatever, with Kokomo. Yeah. And then finding out that it wasn't a real place. Yeah, that was uh, with uh, um, Full House. See, this girl, and, that, this girl that I was going out with, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to say maybe about three or four years ago, mm-hmm. I went out on her, or went out with her for maybe about a month. Uh, she looked like that. Really? Yeah, she was, yeah. See, girl. Not all girls. That that but, kind of natural beauty. Oh man, that that and, gets me every time. And and seeing that's the thing about Sandra. Sandra doesn't wear makeup. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, so for I don't wear makeup either. <laughs> so for our uh, 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 I was to say uh, our Valentine, but like uh, for Valentine's Day, she <laughs> didn't want me to buy her flowers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I wrote her a. Um, I wrote her a, I guess you could say like a song. Oh, that's cool. 
but it's more like a rap, whatever. Sure. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read it out loud, whatever. But just so you can like check it out. <laughs> it's like two wifey saucing a Saturday Deleon. Yeah. I know that you're not much for the sappy, lovey-dovey type Valentine's love letters, and I want you to know that you're seen and heard. And because of this, I will not write you one of those letters professing my undying love. Instead, this is going to basically be a diss track telling you how much you suck. So remember, <laughs> this is what you asked for. Like I said, I show this to her, and she's freaking cracking up <clears throat> and all this, and she's she's like, babe, I couldn't have asked for anything better. Oh, <laughs> she's like, this is exactly what I wanted. You're right. <laughs> so... Like I said, I kind of, uh, she's like, she goes, I want you to put this on a, on a parchment piece of paper and sign sure, it sure, for sure. me and all this. Oh, that was nice. But uh, uh, I had bought the computer around that time, so I, I lost the file for a while, so oh, I'm glad no. that I found it. Right. But, um, so yeah, that, that was what that was what she wanted, so. Um, but like I said, Sandra doesn't, she's not one of those girly girls. She's not one of like, I've never met any woman like her. Mm -hmm. I've never met any woman who can make me laugh the way that she does. Nice. And, um, I mean, we, we talk smack to each other like hard. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but we both know like it's, it's with love, you right, know, right, like, right, right, right. like if, if you, if you can't handle this, like you won't be able to handle what comes later. Right. Sure. Now. So the way she teases and all this stuff and, and and I admit, like when we first got together, I was like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> but then after I started realizing what she was doing, is she was basically like, like, right, what right. are you gonna do, huh? So what are, what so are you gonna that's do? That's your love language. You, yeah. So we we talk smack to each other, but then when it comes when it comes down to it, I know that she has my back. She knows that I have hers, and like I said, um, when I'm sick. There's no one that will take care of me the way she does. She knows that when she's messed up, nobody's gonna do the things that I do for her. Because like I said when when I got when I had to take her to the hospital um, for her the, the kidney operation, sure. Uh, the doctor was like, you know, she could have gone into sepsis any time now. Holy cow! So it was that bad, and she was like, right. like "Babe, I'm scared," and all this, and you know, was hugging her and everything. And I was there with her from when they allowed. Um, guess up until and they're they're like, you could probably stay the night tonight and all this like no because this no, was they, during COVID yeah. right or like right well this is at time. the it was at the right, end of, right, right. at the end of COVID but they they, um, they weren't quick on easing those restrictions no no especially not at the <laughs> hospital but right. they were like since she's in the room by herself if you want to stay here you can but I'm uh -huh. like no, it's all right because I still snore you know so right. she's you know I don't want to keep her up but um I was I was there I was taking care of her I was buying her buying her food or whatever she needed and. Uh, She's like, you know, no one's ever, she goes, even my ex-husband never did this type of stuff for me. Aww. And um, and I'm like, well, that's my job. I said, I, I promise you and I promise your family and I promise God I was going to take care of you. Sure. And I fully intend to do that. And she's like, you know, I've never been treated like this before. <laughs> it's a funny story. We're at Target. So she tells me, that no one's ever bought her flowers before. This is kind of uh -huh. like when we started dating. Sure. Uh, and I was like, excuse me, miss? I was like, I bought you flowers when we were in high school. <laughs> She's like, okay, so we're walking one way, and there's another couple walking this way. Like, we're getting ready to pass each other. Uh -huh. Like, two, two uh, ships in the night, right? Right. So as we're passing, as we come up level with these people, 
she turns to me and she goes, whatever. She goes, the only thing you ever gave me was an STD. <laughs> right. Okay. Nice. First off, I never gave her an STD. That was a joke. <laughs> it was a funny joke, but it was still a joke. <laughs> nice. But these people didn't realize it was a joke. <laughs> so I hear the guy go like that. I was all like, I look at her. I was like, you dirty girl. <laughs> nice. And she's looking at me like, <laughs> but um, gotcha. But that type of that's the type of stuff that I'm talking about. You know what I mean, like, who, who else is gonna right. perfect timing like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, that's awesome. And then uh, we were at a, a Walmart um, this past Christmas season. Uh-huh. We're getting ready to walk into Walmart. So I'm holding her hand, and we're walking in. As we get to the door, the entrance, whatever. Um, I'm getting I'm getting ready to go get a basket. There's a bunch of people there, so I'm waiting for people to clear out the way so I can go get a basket. So as the people clear up, I look at her and go, remember, and I tell her, like, seriously, like, hey, remember, we're only here to buy weed, and that's it, okay? <laughs> Don't be trying to go. And it, as soon as I said that, like, some girl walking by, and because I, I said it, I guess I said it louder than I thought I uh-huh. did. So some girl walking by is like, <laughs> and I'm all like, I'm just kidding. Sandra's like, baby, she's going to, you know, she's just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, she goes, no, 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 whatever you want. <laughs> Unless it's on sale, you know. So so then, you know, we're laughing about that. And then, you know, Sandra's in a good mood. So we're around the um, the garden area where they have all the Christmas trees and stuff. And one of the Christmas trees has a speaker in it. It's playing Christmas music. Sure. And, uh, uh they're playing like a ballet thing, whatever. So next thing you know, Sandra's freaking like doing ballet in the middle <laughs> of freaking Walmart. Uh, I think she dropped one time down and did a little bit of twerking. Yes. And, and I'm just like. You taught her that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm, I'm fucking cracking up. And I'm just looking at her and I'm just like, she's like, what? I go, I just fucking love you. Like, like you're so badass, you know? Like, oh, and by the way. You said you grabbed a basket. Do you know how long it took me to stop calling a basket a basket when I moved up north? How long? It I like forever. Because <laughs> what do they call it? A trolley? No, they call it a cart, like the shopping cart. In Alabama, where um, in laws are, they call it a a buggy. A buggy. A buggy. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, I've, like I said, I've heard it. I've heard it called a trolley. Mm-hmm. I've heard a you know basket whatever sure, but okay I, I guess I've I have heard it called a buggy but I've never paid attention yeah. to it. Oh, you want to hear something else? Um, so it is interesting, you know. We keep jumping from topic to topic, but uh, how different words or different <laughs> phrases or you know it means different things right. in different parts of the country. It's crazy, and a lot of times. Like things I say, even still say, Kaylee will look at me and say, what did you say? <laughs> like, like, okay, let's say um, you're driving, you're driving and uh, like you want to know if somebody's going to go in the store with you, right? Uh-huh. What would you say? Like, like. To, you're going to get down? Exactly. Get down, right? Yeah. That's what I used to say. You're going to get down. And Haley would look at me like, what are you talking about? And, and I said, yeah, you're getting down. She goes. Like dance, like get down. And I don't know, like get out of the car and you know, are you gonna go in? But get down, that's that's something that you yeah. know they don't say up there. Well, I remember when I went when I was living up there for a little bit, whatever, uh 
them asking me, like, do you want to pop? Uh, I'm like, you pop me? I'll pop you right back. And they're like, no, like a soda. And I was like, right, oh, right. say Coke like a fucking person. <laughs> like an actual person. And they're like, well, no, we don't have Coke. We have this, whatever. Right, right. Like, no, when you ask somebody, do you want a Coke? Right. It, it's generally. Yeah. They're like, okay, I want a Coke. What kind of Coke do you want? <laughs> like, yeah. what do you mean what kind of Coke? There's only one kind of Coke. No, what kind of Coke do you want? Do you want a Dr. Pepper? Do you want a Sprite? Yeah. Or whatever. I'm like, well, that's Dr. Pepper Sprite. That's not Coke. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. That's Coke a is Coke. Term. Yeah, Coke is a general term. Like, like when people say, um, I had to buy my baby Pampers. That's not saying, right? I right. had to buy them this particular brand. Like, I could, I could say, I bought my baby Pampers, and they're wearing Huggies. Like, no, I bought my baby. Right. Instead of saying diapers, you say yeah. Pampers. And you know, and you know what? Some people say, oh, that's weird. That's weird. Weird. But if if somebody's crying or they have to blow your nose, their nose, what do you give them? Kleenex. A Kleenex. Right. That's the yeah. exact same thing. You know? Like, like uh, was it if if my ears itching, I'm gonna go for a Q-tip. I'm not gonna look for a cotton swab. Right. Or if you cut, <laughs> if you cut yourself, what do you put on there? Band aid. Band aid. You know, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. But it's it, you know it, I I guess it's more in fun. You know, it's more like oh ha ha you call it this ha ha <laughs> rather than you know whatever. And it, it is fun to kind of laugh and and see the different dialects and all that, uh, because you know in Hawaii. You know what they call an appetizer? A poo-poo. <laughs> so you want a poo-poo? Oh, I just went earlier at the hotel. You know. <laughs> no, so they're just referring to an appetizer. Oh. So, and then uh, slippers in Hawaii, or at, on Hawaii, or flip-flops. And flip-flops used to be called thongs, but you can't call them thongs anymore yeah, because now they got the... dental floss up your butt, you know. <laughs> so that's something totally different. Um thing well, we're talking about things called and other things um yeah like 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 what you're saying about the shoes we call them flip-flops not thongs right um now sandra calls me ben instead of hey asshole oh so yeah <laughs> it, it, it took her a while yeah i mean it, every now and then she goes back but you know yeah. well, <laughs> she habits she hates when i tell <laughs> shit like that <laughs> oh man Oh boy, you know, <laughs> boy, that jump back, you know, so many topics just because you know there's so many memories that pop up as we yeah. tell these stories. Uh, probably a bad memory for you, or remember the um, Blue Oyster Bar from from, <laughs> from man? Uh, I can't hear that song anymore without <laughs> like they like my brother used to torture me with his shit <laughs> from like, Police Academy movies. Yeah. Do, 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 do. And uh, we'll call it a. Um, well, like like Ruben, like um, you remember Ruben? Yeah, I remember back um, in the day, Ruben. Yeah, he uh, uh, he moved up to San Antonio, uh, basically on a fucking whim. Like uh -huh. like he just like one weekend he was here, the next weekend he was up there, just and I'm picked just picked up like, and moved. Yeah, and I'm just he's like, oh, you know, this just kind of happened and all this. Well, I've been meaning to go up and visit. It's just I really don't go anywhere anymore. Sure. And um, so I think he's having his like fifth kid. Holy cow. Like, like yeah, he breeds well in captivity. <laughs> but he was an only child growing up, you know? So, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, so I guess he's, you know, he decided he didn't want, he wanted to make sure his legacy was secured, whatever. So yeah. he uh, started, started pumping out kids, yeah. <laughs> so, And I'm just like, dude, get off of her. <laughs> <laughs> Give the girl a break. Right, leave her alone. <laughs> 
Go for the butt, something, man. <laughs> speaking of, of kid, do you oh, remember? Oh, you say speaking of butts. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you remember that, that redhead kid in the neighborhood named Scott? He was somebody's brother. I don't remember whose brother. But we, you and I used to. It was to, Paul's brother. Was it Paul's brother? Yeah. You and I used to like want him and Jerry to fight. Do you remember? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, they were around the same age. Yeah, they were around the same age. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Paul's brother. And, you know, I saw Paul, I, I don't want to say recently. It was probably about maybe like five years ago. But well, when you're man, age, like, it's it's weird seeing people we grew up with, uh, the way they became, like the choices that they made mm-hmm. to lead them where they are, right. you know? Like my buddy Albert. My buddy Albert went into the Marine Corps. I think he did like eight years over there like that. He did like four, he did like four tours. And um, so he came, not only did he come back changed because he was a Marine, but because, you know, he saw some shit, you know? Right, right. So I remember him calling me up one time and he's like, hey, I'm over at a, strip club can you come pick me up um i'm like well, okay like you need a ride he goes yeah yeah i, I need a ride uh, he wasn't working so uh um, i was like okay I'll, I'll, I'll go get him so uh um, i want to go pick him up and he's like no no no. i want you to get down with me and, and oh and uh and um you know spend some time there at the strip club like dude i hate strip clubs first i've never enjoyed going to a strip club where some people can't freaking accept I was like, no, I don't like. I feel sleazy going into a strip club. I, I thought maybe you're gonna say you felt cold from <laughs> not having anything on, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know what I would do with all this money. <laughs> but yeah, so every time, every time I'm kind of forced to go to a strip club, I always come home like feeling like gross. You yeah, know? I, like, honestly, I've never been to a strip club in my life. Never. I thought you went to Bottoms Up one time. I don't even know where that like is. Like when you went to uh, when you turned 18. Never. Mm-mm. No. Never ever. And you lied to me because you told me you went to bottoms. Up. It's possible. But I don't remember that. Because um, I remember you. You said that. Uh, uh, what I call it? They would only serve you old duels and how gross it was. I don't. Are you sure that was me? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Like legit, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, for a teacher, you're bad at lying. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, that's it. No, for your uh, what call it? Uh, yeah, I remember because you were like. Because I, I remember thinking, like, is that the, the, the tradition? You know, when you turn 18, you yeah. go to the strip club. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, my, my, my friends took me to the strip club. And, and uh, it, it was kind of, kind of, because I remember, like, when we would go fishing with Dad, and uh, he would only buy us, like, a six-pack of sodas. Yeah. But then he'd be like, when we're thirsty, oh, like, just have a beer. beer. <laughs> and it was, like, the grossest oh, shit. Yeah. Like, um, so... I remember growing up thinking like I'm never gonna drink beer. It's freaking gross. Still is gross. And um, what call it a uh, uh, the old duels? Well, even though it didn't have any alcohol in it, it still tastes like beer, and that yeah. was it's freaking gross, you know. So I remember you telling me like like yeah like I I didn't drink it. I just kind of pretended that I was, and it was a two drink minimum. So you had to at least buy two of them. Yeah, I don't remember that. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible because it's definitely possible. But okay, I don't remember that. but maybe you just like that was a and you kind of blocked it out because the black uh, bottoms up is not known for having like good looking women there. Yeah, I've I, I've never been to strip club and maybe I told you I did just to kind of impress my little brother. But maybe I don't know. I mean, I that, know. That, that's always a possibility. But yeah. I. 
So anyway, back to the story about Albert. So Albert, you know, he expected me to, to be there with him. And uh-huh. So he's already kind of wasted because he's been drinking since they opened. Sure. And I, I told the girl, I said, look, I'm not, I'm just here for when he's ready to leave. And uh, she's like, oh, that's cool of you and all that. And she wound up sitting down with us and talking and all that. But then uh, um, he wound up not even getting any dances or anything because he got so plastered whatever so <laughs> i had to talk him into getting in the car so we could leave so we get down um a little bit down the road and he's like pull over and i'm like oh, oh no, shit here it comes so pull over real quick open up the door <laughs> get back in there you know, close the door get back in like you good i'm good like all right so i'm all like i just need to hurry up and get his ass home yeah so i get him home put him up put him in front of his house he gets out he goes, all right, I'll see you later. I'm like, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I can get inside by myself and all this shit. I was like, all right, bye. Just took <laughs> off. And that was the last time I hung out with him. And uh, he's asked to hang out, you know, since. Sure. But I'm all like, have you worked through any of your PTSD? And he's like, well, no. I'm all like, well, you know, have you done this or whatever? Like, well, no. Yeah. I'm all like, so you expect me to hang out and drink with a Marine that has PTSD, who hasn't had any therapy to work through his issues. Do I look stupid to you? Because I'm not. (laughs) And I'm not saying that all Marines are like that, and that all service people are like that. What I'm saying is is this particular Marine. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know him enough to know that if I go drinking with this fucker, either we're going to get into a fight, like me and him uh-huh. or we're going to get into a fight meaning us against other people other people and i am too old for that shit yeah so that is not going to happen yeah speaking of uh um like old or neighborhood kids and all that you never know what to so i went to a fam or not a family reunion, uh school reunion uh-huh. uh, for Haley, who is my wife and um when we got there i don't remember what year it was this was <clears throat> a couple of years ago but here's the deal. I, I don't recommend ever going to a reunion. You know why? Because because there is a bunch of old people at these reunions. <laughs> so don't go to f- school reunions. There's just a bunch of old people. See, Sandra tried talking me into going to our, um, I think, 20-year reunion. Oh, yeah. Don't and go I, there. There's old I, people there. I told her, why the hell would I want to go there? I'm still trying to forget about these people. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care about anybody from, from high school. Like. You know, you know, honestly, I, I'm i trying to think of anybody I talk to that's from high school. And, I mean, there's there's some that are Facebook friends, which, like, I never comment on their posts. They never comment on my posts. Like Jason. Are you still talk to Jason? No. Actually, you know, with him, um, he had, well, I don't even know. So he had Facebook for a little bit. So, like, we had lost touch <clears throat> a while. And then when we finally got Facebook, he had Facebook for a little bit. Then he would show up and he would disappear. I don't know if he like disconnected his his you know his account. His account. Did he block me for some unknown reason? Because yeah. like we didn't talk. It was just like, oh hey, you're on Facebook. But no, I was wondering what happened to him. You know? Yeah, because every time I see you, he'll ask about you, and I'm like, oh no, yeah, I mean, he's on Facebook. You can message him, whatever. And oh okay, and then I'm I never yeah. heard like yeah. So I don't I don't know what he's up to. You know, but there's a lot of people. I, I, like I said, there's a few people that I'm friends with on Facebook, but it's not like we communicate ever. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, there's some of them, which is very interesting because, you know, you had talked about choices and 
you never know which help what kind of choices people are going to make um there's some people on there that i thought were going to be like it you know like they 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 had their life in order in high school they were like the popular kids or whatever and they're not really doing much nope you know because all stuff was always handed to them right or there's people that were bullies and like oh man there's people that that they weren't bullied towards me but i i watched them bully other people and and i you know and then you i look them up or as they'll show up as uh um like the suggested people whatever yeah. like the for you page or whatever and it's like you know what it kind of is good that they're you know kind of like ha that's what you get if you're not if they're not doing something yeah. I mean, there's some that, that of course <clears throat> are doing it seem to be doing fine and everybody posts you know just the best on facebook no matter what yeah but it's still you know it it it's kind of it kind of goes either way as far as you know some are doing well and some you're kind of glad that they're not they don't appear to be doing the yeah best. well I, I i know like uh um some of the girls that i was interested in um you know i'll somehow come across her page and be like oh look at this girl she's you know married with three kids but you know the the husband's always on the road for whatever or and, different dads and she's <laughs> and she's miserable and or yeah like the the you know one one girl with five kids from six different dads right <laughs> and uh you know and i'm just like you know i'll be like dodgeable there dodgeable yeah, there or yeah. whatever you know or be like oh she still looks good you know and um you know i'd look at myself and i'm just like you know probably people are looking at me thinking dodge the bullet there you know yeah. but um i mean everyone is always the star in their own movie when it comes to their life yeah mine's science fiction <laughs> mine is is still in development still in development. <laughs> indie indie film yeah it's, 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 it's gonna be like napoleon dynamite <laughs> it has kind of a plot but no one really knows what's going on yeah does, does that mean you're getting a llama pretty soon? Yeah. Does the chickens have large talons? I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, it's been an hour and a half already. I'm going to go ahead and close this out. All right. Sounds good. Um, do you have any uh, uh, socials you want people to follow you on? Um, yeah. Hit me up on uh, TikTok. It's uh, STEM Teacher De Leon. Um, there's, there's not a lot of um like talking stuff it's more me messing around with some 3d printer stuff uh i have a bunch of 3d printer scraps i try to figure out what to do with them um so you can hit me up on there insta is the same thing stem teacher de leon um a lot of the same content and it'd be awesome if you were to follow on both of those that would be pretty sweet yeah and you can find me at I am Ben DeLeon on all the socials. Uh, follow the Recycle Corn podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But I don't know. As far as like Twitter, I really don't do much on Twitter. Oh, yeah, um, I don't do Twitter either. I people, have it. I just people know. ask me, like, what's your engagement like on there? Like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, a whole lot of nothing. I got a whole yeah. lot of nothing. I can't be engaged on Twitter because I'm already married. <laughs> I'd be like, be like uh, uh what, I, what i used to do is uh, i'll tell people is like i don't need your pity follows yeah i was like you know what as a matter of fact if you follow me unfollow me <laughs> <laughs> but but uh thank y'all for listening again um thank you to my brother for hanging out said, always uh, i wish it was uh, more often yeah it would be nice but you know i'm gonna buy some lotto tickets cross my fingers and we'll, we'll see how it goes there so. you go uh, we'll talk to y'all later